And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live back in the bunker, the super secret underground bunker here at World Headquarters, sci-fi for me. After being out yesterday building a video wall for Justin Bieber. (coughs) (sighs) Which I guess is a little fortunate because I managed to miss well I didn't miss it but I didn't have an opportunity to talk about any of it <clears throat> anyway alright so my name is Jason Hunt I am the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me welcome everybody we are broadcasting live from the bunker uh, to Odyssey Facebook and YouTube and the YouTube live chat is active I see Mazer, I see Dave uh, I imagine Keely will probably show up here in a little bit so good to have all of you here if you're not with us live if you're here in replay you can still leave a comment and as always the email address is active and I check it frequently live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com I do read every comment I do read every email And if you're not with us on the video side, you want to check out this show as a podcast, you can do that. We're on a number of different podcast players, uh, including iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple. So you can check us out there as well. And uh, yesterday... Yesterday, I had a couple of thoughts. Uh, and I'm going to get into it a little bit. But yes, yesterday, my first thought was, man, it kind of it kind of would be it kind of would be interesting to have a, a a politics channel. And in the same breath, in the same thought, thank God I don't have a politics channel. Breaking news, David Zaslav is uh, continuing to swing the axe uh, because we got news here on Deadline. The SAG Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards, which have been on TNT uh, and subsequently TNT and TBS since 1998, will no longer air on those networks. Now, TNT and TBS are owned by Warner Media, So... Last week, we got the cancellations of Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman, and this week, we've slashed the uh, SAG Awards from TBS. So, you know, here we go. Zaslav's going to be cutting a lot of stuff. I don't think he's anywhere near done. Just getting started. I say, what about in the chat? He says, if you want a politics channel, just keep covering entertainment. It's full of it. Well, isn't that just the the way things are, right? Uh, I do want to shout out people who have been listening to this show as a podcast. We've got listeners in Latvia and Germany and the United Kingdom, Romania, Spain, France, uh, the UK, Australia, New Zealand. It's it's good to have all of you here 
with us. And there's Keely coming into the chat. I see. I, I, I see. I said Keely would be here, and Keely's here, um, which is good. And and I have very little reason to believe that any of you are fake, which is good. I I I have I have hope for humanity. The real people are showing up in our in our in our feeds. Real people are following us. As a matter of fact, we've got some. We've got a. We've got a. A, a little bit of an audit report here that says that only forty-one of our followers on Twitter are fake, are bots. So that's good. And 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 a couple of a couple of days ago, I posted something about us getting a ghost ban on Twitter. Everybody was was posting about this thing. I've done another check on a couple of different things, and it looks like the ghost ban, whatever was causing it, the ghost ban appears to have gone away. And some people were saying, well, it's because people are posting about Elon Musk. I I don't know what was causing it. I don't know. I, I don't recall... Well, I mean, there's a couple of t- there's a couple of times I guess we tagged Elon in something where I was saying I I'd like to interview him and I'd like to interview David Zaslev as well. Let me put that out there in the universe. Uh, but uh, it's entirely possible that that's what got us the ghost ban. But you know, these days you never know, right? So it is May the fourth. We got an Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. To quote the philosopher Phil Collins, I don't care anymore. I, I, I mean, okay, I will, I will likely watch it and I'll probably enjoy it, but I don't care. I just, I'm, I'm at the point now where there is so much. And, and what about you hit the head on, uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. There's so many politics and so, so much of everything that it's just no fun anymore. Nothing, nothing is, nothing is interesting enough for me anymore. And, and that comes and goes. I don't want to say that I'm like, that, that things are like that all the time. It's definitely a mood that I, that I shift into and out of and, and, you know, it comes and goes. And on some days it's stronger than others. But there are times where I sit there and think, you know, why am I doing this? Dave says, I'd like to talk to the creative process with George Lucas and J.K. Rowling together. That, that would be an interesting, that would be an interesting conversation, certainly. But I'm curious what David Zaslav's plan is, what his strategy is going to be. I mean, we know the overall goal is make money, grow the audience, get the businesses successful and profitable and that sort of thing. But how is he going to do that? He's trimming the fat, certainly. Nobody watches award shows anymore. So, especially after... The Will Smith thing with the Oscars, I have a feeling the Oscars are going to be having some issues after that. Speaking of Will Smith, I don't know if some some of you probably saw it. If you're on social media, you saw it. Dave Chappelle got attacked last night at uh, the Hollywood Bowl. Somebody got in there with a with a fake gun and a knife, real knife apparently. And tackled Chappelle on stage. They they managed to get him out, and and security got uh, got the guy backstage. And apparently, 
he got a whooping from people who were there and probably deserved it. We don't know the detail. I mean, the guy has been arrested. I keep telling you, folks, and, and people have said this kind of thing is going to start happening. And now here we go. We had the Met Gala this week, the beginning of the Hunger Games. Speaking of which, you guys noticed? I'm talking about Hunger Games here. I, that's genre. That's my entry point. You've seen all of these food processing plants that have gone up in smoke and flames and fire and explosions and plane crashes, right? I'm not saying there's anything there. There. But... Awfully interesting the number of them that have fallen to faulty equipment and people not following safety procedures. And two of them get hit by a plane crash in the same week. Not the same plane. But in the same week, yeah, two, two food processing plants get hit by a plane. <laughs> What are you laughing at over there? Mrs. Boss has a thought. <laughs> Dave said the Stone Martin weasels are diversifying their deeds. I don't okay, I know this sounds really bad, so I apologize to all the user listeners now. Mm -hmm. But as you sat there and said that, you know, two were hit by a plane, not the same plane. Yeah. My mind went to the... The, the story I've talked to you about with the tailor and the 13 flies, where they got he got 13 of them in one blow. And then my second thought was that was a busy plane, and that's pretty impressive to hit down two in one day or something like that. So again, my mind went really, really wrong. Uh, a point of clarification here, folks. Mindy is still young. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ten, ten, ten years my junior. And so her sense of humor sometimes reflects that. <laughs> uh, thanks. <laughs> and thank you, Mazerus, for actually knowing what I am talking about. Because when I have made reference to this, I've gotten the Cocker Spaniel look from the uh, I don't do boss Cocker Spaniel. over there. I do not do a Cocker Spaniel. At least I didn't call you a Basset Hound. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Boss. You're welcome, Mr. Boss. Uh -huh. I did not rob the cradle, Dave. <laughs> She's of age. She's of it. What? No, you're gonna you're gonna mouth off again, aren't you? I'm so mouthing off. So, yeah, no. Um, I, as Mr. Boss likes to complain at times, he is. I never complain older. about anything. Okay, ever. as Mr. Boss likes to comment on sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that he's older, and the fact that one day I am going to realize this because he's older, and I'm going to be tired of his. 
old man shenanigans. She'll realize it when I'm dead before she is. (laughs) I always joke, you talk about robbing the cradle, that I like the classics and that one day, if he keeps mouthing off, I'm going to just stick him in my garage, up on a couple of blocks, sit down in my lawn chair with the garage door open so everybody can drive past and look at how wonderful my classic is while I drink, well, not exactly a beer or soda, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that's the way I'm going to treat him. Thank you, Mrs. Vogt. You're welcome, Mr. Boss. All right. There are days where I feel the age, and there are days where I don't. And it, and it, and and to be fair, it does not have anything to do with Mrs. Boss. I don't feel my age because of her. Until those moments where I get the I get the cocker spaniel with the crooked head in the home. What are you talking about? Those moments, yes, I very much feel my age. But most of the time, I feel my age just because my joints don't work very well. And I, I reflect every now and again on those things, what I had planned to do with my life and career and haven't. And writing is one of those, uh, writing the next great American novel part of that. And, and that takes me into uh, takes me into our thing here today because... Uh, as I'm out yesterday and uh, doing my doing my day job work, building a video well for the beeves, I uh, I'm I'm seeing a number of people talking about the the leaked draft from Justice Alito, and uh, <clears throat> I go back to yeah you know, everybody's got an opinion I have an opinion and, and and I'm sure all of you have opinions as well. And some of them will probably align and match up with what I'm thinking, and some of them will. Some of you will not. Some of you will will disagree, and that's fine. I don't think that there's one easy answer for any of that. Certainly, certainly not in the Supreme Court. But the I did see a mention, and I and I can't remember who who I saw mention this, but uh, talking about uh, Nan, uh, NaNoWriMo. And I thought, what is this? Now, uh, let me let me give you a little background. NaNoWriMo is the National Novel Writing Month. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization that basically says, hey, we're going to help you write your novel. Every November, there's this big writing, you know, novel writing thing and says, here's what we're going to do. And we push, push, push. And there's all of these resources and all of this encouragement, all of these, you know, these these groups that you can talk with and and beta readers and, you know, all all of this stuff, all of the all of these resources for you to write your book. It's an online writing workshop, intensive night, 30 days in November. By the time you get done, you've got 50,000 words done. That's the goal, right? We want, to get you, we want to get you to the process where you're writing the novel and you finish the novel. And I get emails. I've participated in NaNoWriMo before. I didn't finish my book. I didn't do 50,000 words because I'm, I'm busy. I have a, I have a job. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a productive member of society. But every now and again, I'll get an email from NaNoWriMo saying, hey, we've got this resource, we're doing this service, we're doing this workshop, there's this, that, and the other thing. Talking about the process of writing a book. 
And there are a lot of people who are taking part in this and participating in this who write science fiction and fantasy novels. They're, they're, it, certainly not exclusively. There are people who write romances and horror stories and, and mystery novels and suspense and thrillers and, and whatever. But a lot of people who are in this are, are writing genre. And I get emails from them fairly frequently. And I got one from them yesterday. I didn't open it. I didn't, I didn't pay any attention to it because it's just buried in all of these other different things that, that I get in my email. A lot of it is junk. <clears throat> so I didn't open it because I, I, you know, I, I haven't participated in NaNoWriMo. And I, you know, every now and again, I, I just open it just to see what they're doing. And maybe, I, maybe there's something that I will find interesting or helpful or whatnot. But a lot, of, a lot of my time is spent doing this. So I don't, I don't do a lot of the workshops and the writing intensives and all that other stuff from NaNoWriMo just because it's, that's not, that's, it hasn't been on my radar in a while. But yesterday, NaNoWriMo got on my radar because, I want to say it was Morgan Newquist, uh, an author said, you know, I'm looking at NaNoWriMo's response to all of this, and I don't know that I can support them anymore. And I thought, what's this? Has NaNoWriMo decided to go the way of Disney? And it turns out, they have. I did open the email that I got from them yesterday. And they are, and, and this is on their... This is on their Twitter account as well. And of course, they've got their Twitter account locked down so nobody can do a reply. And nobody really is interacting with it because NaNoWriMo is not really all that big of an influence in the industry. But here you have some quote tweets and some retweets, but you don't have a whole lot of them because nobody's, nobody's paying attention to NaNoWriMo. But the email that I got is basically this in total. And, and I wanted to just highlight a couple of things. First of all, they start this email. Dear community. I hate that word. I, in the last five years, I have grown to loathe the word community. Because it has a particular connotation now. An emotional flex that some people respond to, some people don't so much. Dear community, <clears throat> last night the U.S. news media outlet Politico reported the breaking news that the U.S. Supreme Court has the votes to overrule the landmark Roe v. Wade case, effectively overturning federal constitutional protections of abortion rights. I'm not going to get into the merits of Roe v. Wade. I will point out that even Justice Ginsburg, the sainted Ruth Bader Ginsburg, even said that Roe v. Wade was badly decided and badly reasoned. I'll leave it there. But NaNoWriMo, I'm not going to go into all of this, but they're basically taking a position. 
We want to reiterate that in the United States, abortion is still constitutionally protected as of today. It's not. There's, there's nothing in the Constitution that protects this. Just, just remember that. It is a legally protected procedure until, until Roe v. Wade is officially overturned. When this happens, it will undoubtedly exacerbate existing inequalities in the U.S. and will have ripple effects throughout the global community. This is an issue of class, race, disability, gender, housing, health care, citizenship, and so much more. Yes, so much more like killing babies. If Roe v. Wade and Casey get overturned, it does not make abortions illegal. There are some states where something will get triggered on this to restrict, and mainly what it does is it kicks it back to the states. And the people that you vote for as your representatives, your elected officials in state government, y'all will get to decide if it's legal or not legal as opposed to nine people from the bench deciding something that doesn't have anything to do with them. Right? What about, I see that comment, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and not uh, not post that one, because I, I, I would like to avoid getting dinged from Google. I don't know that we would, but uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to err on the side of caution. But you do make a valid point. You have you have people that are sitting there saying, "Well, you know, we should have the right we should have the right to have abortions, but if you if you end the life of a child, you can't indoctrinate them in whatever your political or or sexual or gender leanings are in in elementary school." I don't. I, I'm skating the edge here today. I know. I'm. I. But but for Nanorimo to come out and say, this is this is our position, and encouraging people to donate to National Network of Abortion Fund or you know get active on social media. They've got an open source toolkit in order for you to be a political activist in support of pro-choice, as they call it. And memo to National Novel Writing Month, this is not your wheelhouse. This is not your mission. You're not a healthcare provider. You're not a healthcare advocacy group. You will have nothing to do with this. Mind your own damn business. You help people write books. Do that. And I tell you, come in November, you're going to have fewer people participating because of this crap. You help people write books. Do that. And there's plenty of space within the literary community where you can advocate for all the representation that you want and you can get political on that stuff if you want and everything like that. But this is 
not your ballpark. And that goes for Bungie as well, because Bungie makes video games. Bungie does the same thing here. They make a huge big thing, post a blog thing, uh, a blo- uh, 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 an entry on their blog. Bungie, you make video games. Do that. What happens at the Supreme Court, what happens with Roe v. Wade, what happens anywhere in any political arena is none of your damn business. As a brand, shut up. Now, individual people, your employees can have all the opinions that they want, all the live long day, but you as a brand, shut up. United Talent Agency is offering to pay the travel expenses for anybody who needs to go to a state where it's going to be allowed and legal. UTA, you're a talent agency. Do that. You get your clients' work as actors and producers and writers and performers and authors. Do that. When it comes to healthcare issues and legal precedent and Supreme Court decisions and political parties and election stuff, shut up. You're a talent agency. Do that. And I would be saying the same thing on any of this stuff. I mean, how many times... Have we seen the progressive left blow a gasket and have a conniption fit over Chick-fil-A? Or Hobby Lobby? You don't think that Chick-fil-A is allowed to have any kind of presence. Chick-fil-A shouldn't even exist Because they're owned by somebody who has faith. Hobby Lobby is the personification of evil because they're owned by Christians. That's right. Burn it all down. Chick-fil-A has never, ever come out, as far as I know, the The people who own it, they have a belief, they have an opinion, and they're entitled to it. The Constitution of the United States guarantees that. Same for Hobby Lobby. But you want to sit there and boo-hoo and cry in in your panties because... They're owned by Christians. How dare they exist? But at the same time, you get these companies to come out here for Pride Month and whatever else, and they sit there and they come out in favor of pro-choice or whatever your political agenda is for those of you on the progressive lunatic left, and it's okay. 
And this goes across the board. Naughty Dog, Last of Us 2, Ghostbusters 2016, current Star Trek, current Doctor Who, Star Wars. I don't care what it is. Take a page out of Exxon's book and finally sit there and say, it's time for the grown-ups to be in charge again. Exxon has decided they're not going to have affinity flags flying from the, from the flagpoles of their buildings anymore. Good for them. You, you can be part of whatever group you want to be a part of. But Exxon has figured it out. Disney hasn't yet. Disney had somebody as their chief communications officer who had figured it out and told them, stay out of it. You're the Walt Disney Company. You make movies. Shut up. And they didn't listen to him. And now he's gone. This is the guy who very successfully managed to get BP out from under everything when that oil spill happened in the Gulf. You remember that? That big giant oil thing? I mean, I mean it's just spitting oil out for days on end. It's a, it's a PR nightmare. How do we handle this? Jeff Morrell was right there in the middle of all of that and handling that. And he tells the Walt Disney Company, shut up. At least according to reports. NaNoWriMo, Bungie, shut up. And anybody else that wants to get out there and say anything about it, shut up. It's none of your business. You as an individual can have an opinion. Fine. Get all over social media and take to make your TikTok videos and, and, and scream at the clouds and whatever. <coughs> and I know plenty of people are going to do that. They're already doing it. But as a brand, and this is one of the reasons why I haven't posted very much any, anything on any social media about this, because sci-fi for me shuts up. Now you will notice... And I will call your attention to it. You will notice that I have not said NaNoWriMo is wrong in their thinking or Bungie is wrong in their thinking. I'm saying they're wrong in their actions. Shut up. Sci-fi for me, <coughs> as a brand... We have a mix of a lot of different people. A lot of different people are going to have opinions about this. No question about it. But I'm not posting about it over on social media, not as the brand. Sci-Fi for me is not going to take a position on this. And neither should any of these other companies. Dave's right. It's, it's brand suicide. Look what happened to Gillette. <coughs> Look at what's happening to Disney. 
Stay out of it. Kayla says, message to corporations, stop getting involved in politics. That also includes making contributions to political candidates and PACs. I, <coughs> I'm, I'm going to, let me, let me address that for a second, because I can understand when business, and this, this, is, this goes back time immemorial. There are always going to be business relationships with political entities either. Hi, Cam. Good to see you here. Uh, there are going to be relationships between business people and corporations and the, the elected officials and the people who run you know, you know, the, the different zoning departments and whatever else. And, and I can understand, <coughs> and Bob Chapek even made this point in the memo, you can make donations, you know, as a corporation, you put money into uh, the coffers of various different political organizations or, or certain particular candidates. Um, and, and the smart corporations do contribute, uh, they, they do contributions to both sides because you never know who's going to be in charge. And a lot of that for the corporations to be making those 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 donations as the company, that's access. <coughs> and JPEG even made that point. Yes, we donate to candidates in both parties because we want the access. We want to be able to have conversations with whoever ends up being in charge, whoever ends up getting elected. We want to have their ear. We want to be able to sit there and say, well, we donated to your campaign. We'd like to have a meeting with you. We'd like to have a discussion with you. It's about access more than it is anything else. Now, in some places, it's about kickbacks. Sure. It's about money laundering. Ah, yeah, that, sure. But not always. So I can understand, and, and, and I, I don't know that you're going to be able to stop corporate donations to political action committees and, and candidates and parties and that kind of thing. But it's, that's the nature of the beast. I mean, however you feel about Citizens United, that, that just kind of exacerbated whatever, whatever position you're in. But, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna be going on Regardless, I mean, if you want to to make some kind of a campaign finance report reform that really is sweeping, you just get rid of everybody's donations. Just don't let anybody donate. But that isn't going to happen, and that's not a practical answer anyway. So I don't know. It's just <coughs> and and what about right? If they may donate to both parties, they're publicly one party. Maybe. You know, it, we we know, and it's it's an open secret, I guess. You could sit there and say that corporations donate to both parties, and there are places uh, that track that kind of thing. Um, I just ran across one this morning that talked about uh, different uh, different donations and whatnot to to the different political parties and whatnot. But it's um, it's frustrating to me. And the older I get, the more frustrating it is, mainly to the point where I sit there and say, I, it just, it's, it's just not worth it anymore. And Mrs. Boss and I were actually having a conversation about this the other day, the fact that I just don't want to get out and go anywhere and do anything because people. It's too much effort 
and it's too there are too many random variables outside the walls of my compound outside the compound I can't control everything. Now, inside the compound, I can control almost everything except for junior junior office dog and Mrs. Boss. I have I have yet to manage that achievement, <clears throat> especially with the dog. But outside the compound, I don't have any control on how people act, what people say, what they do. How they drive. <laughs> but the brand, all of the brands, and, and we know, you know, Pride, Pride Month's coming up in June, and we know everybody's going to have their rainbow flags out, except Exxon. Smart move, Exxon. I mean, it really is. Get out of it. Shut up. Our employees are important to us, whether they're sleeping with men or women or both or neither or whatever. Who cares? We don't care. We like all of our employees. But shut up. Apple, Nike, the NFL, Major League Baseball, all of you, shut the hell up. It's just one of those things that I see it. <clears throat> I see all of this stuff happening. And I'm thinking to myself, sit down. Because we got, we got a couple of things here. We've got one, with regards to things like you see with, with Dave Chappelle, you have what now I will coin the Will Smith effect. You don't like something, you're going to walk up and slap him. And as we've seen... With this leak, people are already out there demonstrating the night it happened. And don't tell me that wasn't coordinated. The night it happened, we had people on the street. We had, we had fences around the Supreme Court already. It's almost like somebody knew it was going to happen. <clears throat> this is is all we're talking about, is what the corporations are talking about, is what social media is talking about, and it begs the question, what are we not talking about? We're not talking about the food processing plants going up in flames. We're not talking about the Pfizer document dump of 80,000 pages that I haven't looked at, I haven't read them, but other people have started looking into it and they're saying, hey, Pfizer falsified pretty much all of their clinical trial data. Nobody's talking about that. You mean, wait, wait, you mean Pfizer lied? Shocked. This is my shocked face. I'm not that shocked. Meanwhile, we go to our Justin Bieber concerts and 
We go to our movies. We go watch Doctor Strange 2. They're projecting 150 million plus opening weekend this this weekend. And we got our Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer today. And everybody's all so excited because it's May the 4th. And May the 4th be with you. And it's Star Wars Day when it's not really Star Wars Day. Star Wars Day is May 25th. Thank you very much. But we're not talking about stuff that matters. We're not talking about gas prices going up. We're not talking about inflation. We're not talking about fill in the blank. And this as a cause, it's not going to save the progressives in November. It's not. <clears throat> Cam says, zero interest in Kenobi. It is designed to destroy a new hope. I don't, I don't know what a new hope is. I, I, I haven't heard of that movie. Are you talking about Star Wars? I'm just joshing. Dave says the bunker is smoking today. I you know I've I've got to I've got to put up my uh, I've got to put up my beef jerky box. I need to smoke some beef jerky today. Yeah, Keeley says the normies are going to watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I I think people are starting to understand what's going on. And and look, you want to go see Doctor Strange too this weekend? That's fine. That's great. Go see it. I'm probably going to go see it. I mean, it's Mrs. Boss's birthday weekend this weekend, so we'll probably go to the movie. We'll probably go out to eat, go on a date or something. <clears throat> I might buy her a her own set of pajamas. <clears throat> put some gas in the car. Take her on an expensive date and, you know, put some gas in the car. Make a trip to Home Depot. But it, the, the messaging is always going to be distracting by design and you have to keep your eye on the ball you have to sit there and say okay well they want me looking at x they don't want me looking at what fill in the blank what is it they don't want me to look at that's the media today Dave says, buy her a new lawn chair for the garage for when she'll need a, a new lawn chair. You know what I might do? I might take a page out of Michael Bancroft's book and let her have the lawn mower. <clears throat> Maybe. I don't know. That might be a bridge too far. She may not do it right. <coughs> anyway. I don't know. It just, it just, I, I see this stuff and I get really annoyed and irritated and old man and shake my fist at, at everything that's, that's happening. And I know that there are people who are going to, going to, to watch this show and they're going to listen to this on podcasts. And some, some people are going to sit there and say, okay, I've had enough. We've had, we've had that happen. Get too far in the weeds on politics. I, this is not why I came for this channel. That's that I'm I'm done, and that's fine. 
and I I do my best to avoid getting a super deep in everything political here. But there are times where there's an intersection of our stuff, our wheelhouse, the things what we cover, like video games and science fiction literature and that sort of thing, comic books, and the real world. And I have opinions, and these are my opinions. These are not the opinions of everybody on the staff, and not everybody on the staff is going to agree with me, nor do they have to, or else. This is not that kind of an operation here. I have had some discussions with people on staff, and I've had some rather heated discussions with some people on staff about some things on which we don't agree, and that's fine. We're still friends. We're still colleagues. We still work together. We still do things. Nobody's gotten hurt yet. And and on that front, words... It's a lot... I, I'll say it's a lot better. It's It's better... Here's my thought I'll leave you with today. This is this is how I could wrap this up. It is better to throw words than throw rocks. It's better to throw words than throw bricks. It's better to throw words than throw Molotov cocktails. Right? Thanks very much for being here, folks. Uh, maybe a normal show tomorrow, and I'm thinking I might take next week off, but I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see. As always, I do welcome your feedback, your comments. If you have a, a, a suggestion for a topic or a, a, a guest that you'd like to see on the show, send us an email, live from the bunker at sci fi for me.com. And remember, they want you to think that there are five lights, but there are only four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci Fi for Me Radio. Copyright 2022 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.